Well, hey there, this is Keith. Listen, before we start the episode today, I just wanted to take a moment and speak directly to anyone who might be listening who's still in the closet. Well, the first thing I want to tell you is that's perfectly okay. Do what is best for you when it is best. Never let anyone else pressure you in this decision. But let's say that you are thinking about coming out, or there's a part of you that really does want to come out, but you want to do so very carefully, very slowly, very strategically, and even very selectively. Well, if that's you, my friend, I've got you covered. I want you to go to the show notes and use a link there to check out my Selective Outage Method digital course. I think you're going to be surprised, and I believe it'll help you as you plan your coming out. All right, let's get on with the podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. J.P. Fred. Just call me. For the last 30 plus years, I've had the opportunity to speak, teach, and perform for audiences all across the United States. Side note. I'm also a professional comedy entertainer. For the last 40 plus years, I have been in the business and educational worlds and self-employed for most of those as well. I am the published author of both fiction and nonfiction books, and I have had the pure pleasure of mentoring hundreds of people over the last 30 plus years. So yeah, I've accomplished some things, but I've also had some failures. I've had setbacks. And I can tell you, I've also experienced true loss. It's through all of that, the good and the bad, that I have learned. After all, I've earned every one of these gray hairs I've got. So, it is those experiences, my education, and my creativity that I use to try to communicate with you, to help you, and to encourage you to change and shift your impossible to possible. Side note, and a disclaimer, I am not a medical professional, nor am I a licensed therapist. So if you need that particular help, please do consult a local professional. So grab a coffee, have a seat at my table, and let's chat. This is Coffee with Keith. Hello, my friend, and welcome to Coffee with Keith. So glad you're with me today. Grab that cup of coffee, have a seat here at my table, and let's chat a little bit about a subject that I think all of us can probably relate to, and that is this, when bad stuff happens. Now, a lot of people will call that karma, but is karma really part of the Christian life? Well, I would submit this first thing. Karma is not a universal process. It's not a universal principle. Why do I know that? Well, I know it contextually from Scripture, and I know it in life. For instance, today we're going to talk about a guy named Job. We're going to go to the book of Job. And some of you, if you've been around the church at all, or you've studied your Bible at all, or you've been to Sunday school class, you've probably heard about Job. It's an Old Testament book. And this is this guy, his name is Job, and he is so righteous. I mean, the guy's upstanding. He's he's a great guy. And and God is in the story is very proud of him. He loves him. And, you know, he thinks he's he's just a good, faithful person. But the old devil, he comes along and says, Hey, it's because everything is going good in Job's life, and but if bad stuff happened, then he would turn away from you. And God says, No, that's not gonna happen to Job. And of course, the story goes that the devil began to do all this stuff. 
and Job went through just horrible, horrible things in life. And through that process and through that book, we learned some very key things about going through loss, even in our lives. And I really like chapter 38. And that's where I'm going to get my inspiration today to share with you a few thoughts about this idea of when bad stuff happens to us. In this story, we know that Job has had a lot of losses, family, livestock. He's just lost tremendous amount of things that were important to him. And uh, you can't, you probably can't say that anybody had it any rough rougher than Job. And Job faces something that I think we all face when we're going through troubles. All of us will ask that question, why? Why is this happening to me? Why? 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 Or why is this happening to this person I love? Why do they have cancer? Why have they got this problem? Why did they lose their job? Why, why, why? And that's a very common question that all of us ask, as did Job. In fact, Job went and checked with some of his good old boys and said, you know what, this is what's happened to me. Why is this happening? Why? And of course, they had their own opinions and they weren't very assuring because they basically told Job that, you know, if he would have been living the perfect righteous life, that this stuff wouldn't have happened to him. But Job knew in his heart that that wasn't the case. And we can know that as well. Now, I will guarantee you that there are certain times in our lives that bad stuff happens as a direct result of bad decisions. There are also instances when bad stuff happens because we've done bad stuff. That's natural. That happens. And in those cases, I think that's when people say bad karma. But again, bad karma, I think, is not a principle that we should throw around that much in Christian circles. Because the truth is this, although bad stuff happens sometimes by our own fault, there are also bad things that happen that we didn't cause directly. I mean, after all, there are sicknesses that come Yes, sometimes because of an unhealthy lifestyle, an unhealthy diet, for instance, or a lack of exercise. But there are sometimes things that happen to us, let's just say physically, that were not our fault. They just happened. And there wasn't any reason that we did, nothing that we did to cause it. In those cases, When we ask the question, why, would we say it's because we did this thing wrong or that thing wrong? And I think the answer to that is absolutely no. Yes, sometimes things happen because we make bad decisions or we do bad things. But sometimes, and we need to get this in our head, bad stuff is going to happen when we didn't do anything to cause it. And sometimes other people put bad stuff on us because they are doing bad. So when that stuff happens and we ask ourselves why, I think that's a very normal thing to do. But here's the cool thing about this book of Job. In the 38th chapter, after Job has gone and asked all his friends basically this question, why, we see something here happen that's quite interesting. God begins to show up 
to Job. And what we see in this chapter is that God begins to question Job. He turns the table. And if you read through that chapter, you're going to basically see that he's going to say, you know, were you there when the earth was founded? Were you there for this? Were you there? Did you do this? Did you do that? And basically what God is doing is proving his sovereignty. Now, that's a fancy theological word. It's one that most of us who've been in the church a while have heard. It's something we understand. It's something we normally believe, and that is this, that God is the great creator, God is the great controller, that all things are ultimately in God's hands, and that ultimately God has everything under his control. And yet, when bad stuff happens, we have to ask, or we do ask, why? Now, when I look at this chapter, and I look at the whole book in context, there are some things I think that we can take comfort in. The first thing is this. In this, especially chapter 38, we see God enters the story. In this whole telling of this story of Job and everything that's gone wrong, all the bad stuff, here in chapter 38, we see that God makes his presence known in Job's life. So here's the thing that I want to encourage you first today, dear friend, that no matter what you're going through, whether it's a mountaintop or a deep valley, God does show up in your story. He's never left. He's never turned his back on you. He is there with you. Now, granted, there are times because of our circumstances, we might not feel him. We might not see him as clearly as we would like. But regardless of that, God is still there. And we need to take comfort of that, just like he was there for Job. The second thing that I would tell you is this. God can handle our whys. Some people, I think, when bad stuff happens, they go like, well, you shouldn't question the sovereignty of God. You shouldn't ask God why, or you shouldn't cry out to God and say, why, God, is this happening to me? And I say, bull, bull. I think that God knows that we as human beings have this automatic tendency and desire to ask why. When our minds and our hearts don't understand stuff that happens in and to us, then I think God is okay with us asking why. He expects, he he understands, because why do I say that? Because even in this case, when God turns the tables and begins to ask Job these questions, he is not attacking Job. No, he's not doing that at all. You don't see a wrath in the questions, I think. What we see is a comforting assurance that God is giving to Job that he's got this. He's got you. It's basically God saying with these questions, I'm here. I've got this. So, again, don't be afraid to ask why or think that that makes you an awful Christian. 
It doesn't. It makes you a human being. It makes you a a natural person. And again, God can take it. He really can. The third thing is this. We need to understand that, yes, (laughs) we human beings have a natural tendency to want to fix stuff. After all, that's why we usually ask the question, why? Because we get in our minds, if we can understand the why, then it becomes in our power to fix the thing. And there are times, I believe, when God expects that of us. If God discloses to us the why, or we realize the why, or we can see the why, then I think God will equip us to begin to try to work through this to come up with solutions. So there are times when we do, yes, need to get busy in trying to fix stuff. But that's not a universal thing because there's stuff that happens that we we can't fix. There are things that sometimes we just feel absolutely helpless about. I have said so many times with families that have a loved one that is dying or has gone through a a really serious issue. And for instance, a person that's terminally ill, they they know the why they're dying, but they can't fix it. And that's a hard place to be for any of us as human beings. I wish that I could tell you that no bad stuff is ever going to happen to you. I also wish I could tell you that if you believe in the Lord Jesus, and I don't care how much of a misfit you are, God does love you. I know that. But I wish I could tell you, dear fit misfit fellow misfit Christian, that because you are a child of God, you will never suffer. I wish I could tell you that. But it's not true. Bad stuff still happens. We still go through problems. We still have hurts. We still have loss. And if anybody ever tells you that all you got to do is have the right mindset, you have to have the right positivity, and if you've got enough faith, then you're going to see miracle after miracle after miracle. Yes, that can happen. God can intervene. But you know what? That is false prophecy. That is false promise. That is a name it, claim it theology that I don't think lines with biblical precedent. After all, we know the disciples who were closest to Jesus and followed Jesus suffered, and yet they had great faith. They had first person with Jesus faith, and yet they still suffered. They still were put to death, most of them. So for anybody to tell me that, as they did Job, well, this stuff is happening to you because you're just a bad person or because you made these mistakes or because of God's just angry at you, well, you know what? That's not always the case. So when that happens in life, all we can do is what Job did. Basically, just... Trust God. And I know, dear friend, hear me when I say, I know, sometimes that's not easy. 
And I know there are times probably in your life when you felt that God didn't show up and do what you really wanted him to do. I get that too. I've been there. But then it comes down to just faith. Do we really believe that there is a God? Do we really believe that he loves us? Do we really believe that he cares for us? Do we really believe that he has a future for us? Do we really believe that he has our best interest at heart? Do we really believe, as the scripture says, that all good things work for the good of those who love him? Do we believe that? Or do we not? It's really that simple. Now, I don't think that gives us an excuse to sit back and just lay it all in the lap of God. I think that as Christians... We are to make the best decisions we can. I think we are to seek his guidance and his wisdom and his inspiration from the scriptures. And I think that we are to live the best possible life we can, living in our personal integrity, which aligns with our calling, our beliefs, and our values. And when we do that, we take responsibility to doing our best part. But still, there comes a point in time when you've got to give the rest to God. So today, if you're going through a hard time and you're hurting right now, can I just tell you that I'm sorry? I really am. I, I really am sorry. Because I know what it's like to suffer. I know what it's like to hurt. But you know what? So does Jesus. Jesus hurt. Jesus suffered. And he did that for you and me. So as we end this podcast today, I'm just going to simply ask God to bless us. Bless you, my hurting misfit. Heavenly Father, I just come to you right now asking for this dear friend who's listening to my voice right now that is perhaps hurting or dealing with tremendous loss or dealing with something that they just can't fix, God. Even if they knew how, they don't have the power, the ability to fix it. Because God, sometimes it just depends on you. I pray, God, that you would just show yourself to them today that they would experience you, they would feel you. They would know your love in them today. And God, I ask the same for myself. Let us know you, Jesus, feel you, Jesus, and experience you, Jesus, each and every day of our lives. Amen. Well, guys, I do appreciate you listening. And as I said, if you're going through a hardship today, I am really sorry. Um, If there's a way that I can help you, I would invite you to please just reach out to me. I, you know, this is not only my work, it's, it's my business, but it's also my mission and my passion to be there to help as many people as I can through this thing we call life. So if I can help you, please reach out to me. There are ways that hopefully I can do that. Also, before I go, I just want to mention to you that 
we have a new course, or I have a new course coming out in January. It's Bible Study Method, How to Understand and Apply the Scriptures the Right Way. Basically, um, this is a digital course. You can go at your own speed. There's going to be a two-week launch where you can purchase the course during that two weeks um, and then receive the course and work through the videos. And there's going to be several that will take you through what I call a tornado method to get through studying the scriptures. And you're going to learn to do that. And it's it's a it's a great process. It's one that I have learned many years ago in my in my advanced studies in school and uh, also one that I have been in place in my life and study for over 30 years. So I want to teach that to you. I'm, it's it's a brand new teaching. I'm going to add to what I previously had and we're going to put that out in January. And at the end of that, those who wish to go with the platinum program, which was is not a very expensive addition to the to the very affordable course, I'm going to spend four weeks of live Zoom workshop every week trying to help you put this into practice through four additional scriptures. So um, it's a good thing. It's going to be some fun. It's going to be some learning. It's going to help you become more dependent on yourself to get your truths and your learning from the Bible and not be so dependent on other people to take you to a next level of learning. So I want to invite you to check that out. There'll be a link in the show notes and uh, you can find it at my website, jkeithbrown.com. But uh, I just wanted to mention that to you right now. If you get this course, there is a sale, pre-launch sale. So I want to just periodically mention that to you. Okay. That's all I've got for you today. I really thank you for listening. And if you're hurting, just know that I love you and more importantly, God loves you. So let's work on healing those hurts and moving those mountains. God bless you. Until next time. Bye-bye.